It's all about kicking back, relaxing, and enjoying the show. Take the time out of your day to listen to new music and the new sound of radio. Tune in every day, all day, for the greatest hits, latest news, and community events that you can be a part of. MoncoRadio.com, where music and minds meet. Hi everybody, it's Gene Simmons. You're listening to The Kiss Room on Monco Radio, but you knew that. Army, you wanted the best, you got the best. This is Matt Porter, live via recording here at the Rockin' Pod 3, the Nashville Rockin' Pod 3, having the best time ever. My road buddy, all the way down, Anthony Porter from 3 Core Money, welcome back to the Kiss Room. I am, as always, glad to be here. My, I'm your uh, Fozzie Bear to your Kermit the Frog on our rock and roll road trip today, this weekend. Oh, too close to the mic. So we've, had, we've actually been having the greatest time. Shot out of cannon since Thursday. You know, it was really great. We, you know, we drove down, and then we had the best time yesterday driving around. And then yesterday, last night, the rock and roll residency was unbelievable. Those guys were so good. And then they're joined by Tony Harnell, Brian Forsyth from Kicks. And one of the greatest moments, Michael Sweet from Striper joining them for Van Halen cover and Soldiers Under Command by Striper. Which was, which was the highlight of the trip so far. It's funny because Michael Sweet is actually three tables down right now at the Rock and Pod Expo doing an interview with Punk and Judy of the Electric Crush. Punk and Judy Electric so Crush. So I, I would say anybody, it's, it's a thrill to see sort of your rock heroes hanging out, getting interviewed and stuff. It's really, it's really great. A lot of podcasts, when we're here, of course we're very early. But everybody's here set up, and it's Doors nice to see. are starting to open. People are starting to come in. There's vendors. There's all your favorite podcasts are here. We're looking right across. There's Julian Gill, BJ Cramp, everybody that's right near us. Tramps like us. Lee McCormick has his table. The great Ken Mills is right the here Queen's next to us. trying to put together a cable. Christine, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I couldn't be any better. If I was any better, I'd be twins, which I you am. You are twins. <laughs> I'm looking at your mirror image right so, across the table. So what do you think so far? This has been the best event. Oh, my God, the concert last night was killer. Unbelievable. Killer. Every Unbelievable. Act, every act from start to finish. Start to finish. Yeah, Lipstick Generation, 8-Ball, The Rock and Roll Residency, all their guests. Holy cow. The weekend could have ended there, but it didn't. It's going to be even more epic today. It's ramping up right now. That's right. We're having the best time ever. And look, we got Ken Mills. We're going to introduce the powerful and mighty Ken Mills to the mic. Kiss Room slash Podcast Crossover means that there's the one and only, the Podfather, Ken Mills. Matt, it is so good to be here at Rock and Pod 3. That's right. 
And we have somebody here who's from another podcast. Please introduce yourself. Wow, this is so off the cuff and unexpected. Right. I'm Rachel Logan. I host a show called Rachel's Rock Refuge. Great to meet you, Ken. Great to meet you as well. Communicated uh, this online. Is, this so. is the Podfather. Here I am. The Podfather. That's I love old. that. I love that. So this, this is my is first off one. Off the cuff. I'm glad you showed up dressed. So it all works out. Well, you know? yeah. You know, there's a first time for everything. Yeah. yeah. I was telling somebody uh, that uh, at M3 recently, uh, some friends of mine seem to get on the jumbotron all the time. Yeah. I said, you know, I could be freaking naked running through the running through the halls, and I would not get on the jumbotron. Uh, it's just no. Wait a minute. This is actually radio, so we want our listeners to imagine that you are naked, and well, I'm not. Key, isn't and it? Ken is. And Ken is. I'm always nude <laughs> underneath my clothes. Underneath your clothes, exactly. Hot. Hot. So tell us about your show. It is uh, a show that's a two-hour weekly show. It airs on four online radio stations simultaneously here in the you U.S. The and in the radio. U.K. Thank you. I come I from FM radio. radio. I've heard a lot of yeah. people say that about themselves. Of course, I'll never agree with that. But okay. uh, I, am, I am darling. <laughs> I'm very fetching. He's yeah. a powerful and attractive man. That's right. You know, I'm, I'm so fetching that that was the only way they, they could get the dog to play with me when I was a kid. <laughs> Interesting. It's always good to hear someone's life story. Absolutely. You know? It's true. But so, uh, my show features hair metal, the hair yeah. bands of the 80s, the resurrected hair bands of the 80s, the ones that are currently uh, resurrected and touring and doing great. And then I feel use that with melodic rock of today and that's basically the hair metal of today right a lot of those bands out of europe and i fuse the two together put in a little touch of symphonic metal and uh, i find that it serves the same audience and they love the music and they dig the bands and so you were here last night i was you saw the concert i did the rock and roll residency the talismans (laughs) the fantastic band that they were it was so excellent what did you think of that I loved it. I mean, loved it. This is my second time seeing the Rock and Roll Residency, so I'm just kind of getting familiar with how big they are here in Nashville. Well, they're, they so, yeah. literally are a weekly institution for the most part. When a yeah. famous rock star doesn't have them out on the road. Like, you know, one of the things is, like, they are so great that it's like you just want them to take off because they're, they're just like one or two clicks away. They're incredibly talented, you know. Very much. And uh, they have a great comedic timing and presence, too. They do. Like, they were doing the weird dancing and the hopping. and They They did. You could tell. Like, it was a planned thing that worked out. I'm they not did. sure it was planned. Those you don't guys think are so? crazy. I thought it was time. planned because it, it worked out so well. They were all in unison. So. so let me ask you a question. Thinking about 80s metal bands, what's an 80s metal band that you love that maybe everybody needs to know about? Well, most people um, that follow 80s hair metal and that love the music, for the most part, they keep up with who has a new album like who's, out. Who's underrated from the 80s that you would love to bring, like oh my really gosh, bring the forefront? It is just too early in the morning to ask me these questions, <laughs> I hate to say. Well, you know, it's funny because we were, we were singing last night Bang Tango. And that's a band that I think you kind of had to really kind of be paying attention to Bang Tango. But if See, my brother, if question. my brother would walk back over here and he would sing with us, and if Steve Javorski was awake, he'd sing it with us. But like that kind of band, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Um, you know what? A lot of them are sort of the the memory bands, if you will. But a lot of them are resurrected and recording and touring. Um, Striper's a great representation of that. You know, Michael Sweet killed it last night. I mean, that was one of the great rock that. moments. How it has was. he kept? His voice. It's incredible. I when think it's about taking later, care of yourself, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. When, when we talk to him later, that's going to be one of my questions. Right. Place has got a brand new album coming. How do you do it? Right. So hopefully we'll we'll get some details on the new Michael Sweet album. So that's a ten. That's it's exciting. So this, yeah, you and me both are excited to learn uh, more about it. A couple ladies in the crowd last night when they were watching Rock and Roll Residency leaned for it and they said, "These guys have the best f faces." <laughs> they said what? They <laughs> have the best f faces. Oh, okay. Because this is radio. <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> I can't say. Not that they're f faces, but that they have the best. Because when you're playing a guitar solo, they do that guitar I mean, face. You know that when that, yeah. you were a kid, Matt, you're playing a tennis racket. And you're like going the Ace Frehley, sucking the cheek, you know. And I was just, always Gene. You were always Gene. That makes sense. I'm trying to make scary faces. You were always Gene Simmons of the Rock Group Kiss. That's fantastic. Here we have the lovely Rachel. Do you know what I would have liked to have for breakfast this morning? Um, I don't. You. Feel free to tell me. You. Oh, nice. Oh, you know what? Yes. You sounded just like him. I've never even met the guy. I've never met the guy, but I've heard him uh, speak before in certain places. And yeah, you sounded well, just like him. Whenever Gene Simmons sees me, he goes, You son of a. Yeah. I believe I'll get you. That's no, good. no, he's very nice. He's very sweet. But he's like, You're the guy. You're the guy. You sound exactly like him. Wow. I do a few impressions too, what do you but do? you know. I do a good Samantha from Sex in the City. <laughs> Can you do a I'm not doing it right now. Oh, come no on. way. Not this early in the morning. Hey, you know what I had for breakfast? It's nothing. Oh, okay. And I'm and I'm hungry, man. Let me tell what you that you right now. What do you think of his voice? Does he not have the? I'm being quiet because you're having the best no, time no. ever. He is, he's got the radio voice. Like, like I I've got an I I feel I have an okay voice. You do. A pretty good Absolutely. voice. A couple yeah. chicks have dug it over the time. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. yeah, you know. Hot. Exactly. That was Christian the hot there. Uh, but Matt has that. Matt Porter. <laughs> and we have new buttons thanks to the button Me. queen. How about that? Oh, my the gosh. F- the button M. queen. It is so nice to meet you, girl. Thank you for the great job you did on my little buttons. Woo! I've never had them before, so I'm excited. <laughs> I, I'm happy to help you. They look great. Thank you. They sure happy do. to help you with your you little buttons. You helped me so much, Ken. Ken, on that happy note, you're listening to The Kiss Room, you're listening to the podcast right here, not on Monka Radio, where music and minds meet.
That's right. You're back on the Kiss Room Podcast special here from the National Rockin' Pod. I'm here with Curtis Lanquo. 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 Yes. And Christian Lanquo. Christian Lanquo, I'm here. Look at that. See, perfect. Now I can say your name right. Right here on the Kiss Room, the podcast from the National Rockin' Pod Expo. How are you guys? Doing great. We're just, we're having a great time and uh, enjoyed the concert last night and, um, the uh, uh, rock and roll residency and it was amazing. Just, it was it was amazing. Yes, those guys were on fire, and we were just saying. I think the Michael Sweet moment where he was up there doing Soldiers Under Command oh, with yeah. them was incredible. Now I can't help but notice you have a Shandy shirt that looks like a Pepsi logo. Talk about that. Well, I mean, actually, on the podcast a couple of years ago, there. I don't know if if you were talking about it. <laughs> yeah, Ken, Ken says he's heard of that show. Um, a couple of years ago, uh, on the podcast, somebody was talking about a guy that was having shirts made like this, and I believe the website address was provided and all that, and I went there, and it was gone. <laughs> the, he, he apparently shut down. Wow. So I, I had a friend of mine, my friend Danielle, uh, make this for me. So. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, now it's all Redbubble. That's what we do. All our Kiss Room shirts from Redbubble. So what have you thought so far of the National Rock and Pod? It's great. We, we just got here this morning. Uh, we, we're, we're not staying in this hotel. We're, we stayed over at the, at the Hampton. But, um, but yeah, we just got here and uh, came straight to you guys because we know you guys. That's so. fantastic. <laughs> now, obviously, look, obviously you're a KISS fan. How did you get into KISS? Um, when I was in middle school, uh, in like around 78 or so, um, KISS was obviously very popular back then. And my dad uh, bought me... Kiss Alive 2 on 8-track. Right. And uh, that's how I really got into Kiss at the time. I kind of got away from them for a while during the non-makeup years, but especially after listening to Podkissed and other Kiss podcasts, you know, I've, I've gotten back, you know, full force into My work the, here is done. the band, yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's funny, though, is that for years, you know, because of the limitations of 8-tracks, the, the beginning of the concert like started right when you put the 8-track in. The, the first note of Detroit Rock City started, and you, and you never even heard, uh, you know, you wanted the best, right. you got it. So I didn't even hear that until I got <laughs> got the download later, wow. you know. So. Isn't it funny when you think about when you'd have certain vinyl, there were skips on it, there were notes on Kiss records I didn't hear until years later when they put them out on CD. Right, right. <laughs> so when's the first time you saw Kiss? I, I actually saw them... Uh, for the first time live, uh, a couple about a month or two ago, I wow. saw him on the end of the road tour. So the first concert was might be the last concert. Yes. Oh, it's crazy. And it's it was crazy to think about that. Yeah, it was in Atlanta, and I was actually in um, in um, New Orleans with my now wife, she, my fiance at the time, and with my son Christian here. Uh, she was at an OT conference, and a friend and a buddy of mine called me up the day before we were coming back and he said hey I got I got tickets to the to the kiss show do you want to go and I was like yeah but and then it, it didn't look like it at first that I was going to be able to make it on time because we were coming back oh, the wow. next day but uh, as we as we got out of the hotel and and made our way back we made it through Atlanta just in time Perfect. to make it to the show Perfect. so so and I also called another buddy of mine and he grabbed one of the other tickets so now, Christian, you're a young guy, but how did you get into Kiss? Are you a Kiss fan? 
Um, I definitely got into some of their songs, but I'd say it's mainly him because he got me into Rush, Led Zeppelin, ACDC, all the way to Chickenfoot, Van Halen, whole deal, rock and roll, went to metal. So, you know, of course, I got into classic songs. It's in movies everywhere, so, you know. Your dad's giving you all the good stuff. Yes. And and you're a musician yourself. Yeah. Um, I played trumpet when I was in, let's say, first grade. Then I did keyboard, played a little bit of guitar, played bass clarinet in the band that I do bass now. So So you're going to do every instrument on your first solo album? Maybe. You never know. (laughs) Woo, we'll be looking for that. Well, guys, thanks a million. I'm so glad you could join us for this Kiss Room Podcast National Rock and Pod Expo 3. Any last-minute words you want to say to all your Kiss fan friends listening all around the planet? Uh, well, you wanted the best, and you got it. Matt Porter. <laughs> on Right here on the Kiss Room and the Podcast from the Nashville Rockin' Pod 3.
That's right. And we're back. We're back with the Kiss Room, the podcast mega special okay. here from the Nashville Rocket Pod. Aaron Camaro's yeah, up on stage on right now. Raffle tickets, get as many as you can. The more you buy, the better chance you have to win to walk out of here. He's having the best time ever. Woo! We can't believe our luck. But right now I'm going to have a special guest. This is Ron Jones from the Let It Rip podcast. He's going to interview Gary Corbett, who, of course, is known by all KISS fans. Ron, here you go. Gary, how you doing, brother? It is so good to see you again this year. I'm going to shake your hand over here. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> right on. I'm good, thanks. So Great last year, you, well. you and I were talking a little bit. Yes. We were discussing, and I hope that I don't go above level, but we were discussing last year about Eric Carr. Mm-hmm. And if uh, my recollection is correct, um, you were very close friends with Eric. And yes. you were there through the whole, how did, I mean, how are your feelings now when we look back at that years later? How are your feelings about how all that went down with the KISS organization, with Eric, with his family, and with you? Well, uh, it, that's a tough one because, you know, you probably know I was pretty vocal about how I felt, you know, right after. And I've given it a lot of thought in the past 20 years, 30 years, you know, how, how, how many years are we talking about? 28 yeah, years? Yeah. Jeez. But, you know... I, I'm t- I don't want to sound like the, the sour grapes guy or the bitter guy. I, I, you know, I'm past that point in my life. Eric was a dear friend. I, I hated what he went through. I hated being there for it. I had his back like he would have wanted me to. And, yeah, it caused some problems between me and the guys. But that's what a friend is to me is supposed to right. be. Um, I've heard Paul say things recently about how he feels about the situation that has totally changed the way I feel about the situation. Right. Because he's rethought some things as well. And, you know, I don't really have a personal And it comes to growing up yeah. with age. Right. Absolutely. You know, so I think, you know, time passes and heals, supposedly heals all wounds. I won't say it heals all wounds, but it certainly gives you a chance to look from a different perspective right and you know like I said I was really close to the situation so I was feeling and acting through Eric's eyes so to speak um, so you mentioned Paul do you still talk to Paul and Jean no. do you talk nope no haven't spoken to them in years I would love to speak to Paul at, at, at this point and, and not for anything other than just the actual personal thing, and I and I kind of reached out. Um, Mark Slaughter actually put a word in through I think Keith Larue to try to get us two together. But I've purposely waited as long as I have because it's only about our relationship. It's not about right. me ever trying to get back and playing with them. And so you know, once once they're done with their tour and calling it quits, and you know, he has some free time. Hopefully. The two of us will get a chance to talk. All right on. So, what are you doing now? What's new for you? What's new for Gary? What's on the horizon? What you got going on? Uh, a couple of different things. I've been doing the scrap metal thing, which has been a lot of fun with the Nelson Twins and Mark Slaughter and a rotating cast of characters. And we just were in Alaska not long ago. And, right on. You know, we've been play- doing a bunch of, as many shows as we can. Um, I just did a show two weeks ago with Chris Cagle, the country singer, that... 
I toured with for years. We did a big festival out in Iowa, and you know, still doing session work and producing some stuff. And Excellent. Keeping keeping busy, keeping off the streets. Keeping busy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> my brother, thank you so much. Uh, you pleasure. know how much I think about you. Every now and then, my I pleasure. send you a message. And um, my man, Gary Corbett. Thank you, Matt.
back here in the Kiss Room Podcast. National Rocket Pod 3 Super Special. Now, look, I want you all to know that was Ron Jones from Let It Rip just did that interview with Gary Corbett, and that's really, he just said, is his first ever interview, and uh, I feel really good about that. So, so Ron, shout out to you, and I know our next special guest, Robert Bentley. Now, look, for those of you listening, I'm going to paint a picture for you. Robert is towering over me in his Gene Simmons replica Spirit of 76, Destroyer, Rock and Roll Over. The armor looks amazing. You look incredible. Everybody listening to this, you've seen the pictures. Bob, you look amazing. (laughs) Thank you, man. Thank you. Welcome back to the kids' room. It's always a pleasure to be here, man. Now, look, I'm going to tell you this. It was so funny. For everybody that was down here, we started a panel, and Ken Mills was hosting. It was called All About the The Bass. And he had all these bass players up there. And in the middle of the All About the Bass panel, you came walking in, and every head turned. It's Gene. You look just like 1976 Gene. It was, it was great. That's hilarious, man. I'm, I'm oblivious to stuff like that. <laughs> I walk in, I'm thinking that nobody's looking at me. Seriously, really. It was incredible. It was really fun. So awesome. how we, you've posed for a thousand pictures already today. Yes, I have. Right. Oh, I was like, wait a minute, I've already done that post. Think of another one. <laughs> like, what? I've already gone through my whole, uh, I've got a file cabinet in my head of gene poses and expressions, and I ran through all 350 of them. <laughs> it really is amazing. It's been a year since we were all together, but it yeah. seems like it was yesterday. And everybody's having the most fun time around here. What have you seen so far? What have you been experiences here at Rock and Pod 3? First off, I'd, I'd like to say, man, congratulations to you guys to getting even a bigger and better venue. It looks amazing. Folks, if, if you could see how this started, from the first uh, expo, the second expo, into this one, it was like going from, we'll say, uh, a Volkswagen that had some rust on the side, some dance to a nice Volvo that had some nice inside and maybe had a nice FM radio, <laughs> and now they're driving a Bentley. A Robert Bentley. A Bentley. No <laughs> pun intended. I mean, it's beautiful here. This, oh, my God, the vendors, you want it, they got it. Trust me. The funny thing is, we were joking about that earlier, is it's not necessarily a KISS Expo, no. but yet there's amazing amounts of KISS merch. Oh, yes. Which is fantastic. There's, there's tons of it. This is like KISS heaven, man. So how was your year? How you been? It's been great, man. Lots of things uh, happening, and um, they're going to continue to happen, man. I'm going to keep pushing forward. I've got some things secretly planned, and nice. if they, they come out... A lot of people are going to be some happy people. We want you to break that news on the kiss room for sure. <laughs> no, you, you, you really need to stay out of my head. I, I would appreciate that. Look, I guess I'm going to go ahead and spill the beans. I'm, everybody knows, pretty much knows I'm on vacation. Right. I didn't use all of my days. I saved some other days for later because I plan on taking a trip to Pennsylvania. Wow, that'd be fantastic. Uh-huh. Or Philadelphia. I'm nice. Now, but one thing I do know I want to do, I've got to visit the Kiss Room. That would be a blast. So that's what I'm holding my days for. Oh, we're man. looking forward to that. Yeah. That would be the greatest yeah. ever. So, got to put a little money to the side so I can get that, that plane flight. And, you know. Oh, that would be yeah. so great. That oh, yeah. would be a blast. You know, I see all these wonderful pictures, man, of people, man, just having a party, man, in the Kiss Room. I'm like, I, I want to be in there. Go. Like, come on, are you serious, man? We got Matt Porter, man. We got we got we got everybody up in there, dude. Well, we're looking forward to that. I am too. Welcome back I to the too. National Rocket Pod 3 Kiss Room Podcast Spectacular. You hear from the Nashville Marriott right here. Kiss Room, baby. Kiss Room.
Kiss Army, we're back. We're here at the Nashville Rocket Pod Expo 3. It's the Podkiss, the Kiss Room Super Mega Special, and I'm here with Tom Feely. Tom Feely, how are you? Welcome back to the Kiss Room. Great to see you again, Matt. Now, look, everybody listening to the Kiss Room, to the Podkiss, they know that you're here promoting the Bill of Coin Rock and Roll Hall of Fame petition, and we need everybody within the sound of my voice, which is everybody, to sign the petition. We're going to go to inductbill.com and sign the petition. Bill of Coin should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Definitely, as well as many other managers. And I've said this before, there is still only two rock managers in the Hall of Fame, which is Brian Epstein, uh, Beatles, Jerry and the Pacemakers, and Andrew Lou Oldham from the Stones. Other than that, no Shep Gordon, no Chris uh, the Stamp and Lambert. Uh, I almost said Adam Lambert. <laughs> um, Peter Grant, uh, Led Zeppelin. I mean, these are iconic managers that are not making it in. So with this campaign, hopefully it elevates managers to be part of this. And look, here we are. Now you're listening live via tape, recorded later, but it is August 10th, 2019. Tell us about why in history today is such an important date that we're all here at the National Rocket Pod 3. Because, and I feel like singing in the Beatles, it was 20 years ago today, but it was 45 years ago today that Bill first saw Kiss perform um, and uh, they negotiated the contracts and the rest is history. I mean, literally. History. So now look, everybody that's listening, I got 8,000 people just in my Kiss Room group alone. You have to go to inductbill.com. Just put your name and remember, don't donate. They're no, not, do not, not, they're donate not doing a end. fundraiser. You just all It's like an email and a name. Boom, done. Well, not only that, but the money doesn't come to us. It goes to the petition company. Right. So, so don't, don't make anymore. a donation. If that scares you off, if you're looking at that and you're saying to yourself, oh, I shouldn't do that because they want money. It's, no, no, no. It's your name, maybe email an email address. address, boom. And a comment if you want. If you want to say, hey, Bill deserves to be in it. It's long overdue. Put it in there. Put a comment that says on the bottom of every Kiss poster, on the bottom of every record, there's that name, you know it, and you need to sign that petition, Kiss Army. Exactly. Now look, they're bringing in all kind of people to be on stage here. I think I see Dave Ellison from Megadeth is coming in right now. We're going to go to a break here because they're doing their panel right now. Tom, thanks for joining us here in the Kiss Room of the Podcast from National Rock. Thanks for having me back again. Thanks, pal. Nice to see you.
how are we doing today? Welcome, Brian Forsyth of Kicks. Hey, I, I'm running behind on every podcast. You're a popular guy. <laughs> you know, it, it happens. You are looking so great. How Thanks. do you keep so young looking? People ask me that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just lucky. But I've always been, um, well, here's my standard answer. I get paid for having fun. Right. And I think that's a lot. That has yeah. a lot to do with it. I, I do what I love to do You're for a living. You're not down. Yeah, I don't have to go to a job. Well, I've had jobs. Right, but, right. But I could see, like, if you had a job your whole life, how that could run you down. <laughs> yeah, but that's the, 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 the ebb and give of the music industry, right? One day you're up and doing great, and then yeah. you, you work your way back up to it. Yeah. So you... I'm also health conscious, though. Well, that's one of the things I'm getting at, because yeah. I do a show called The Big Reveal, and it's all about... You know, like people say, "Hey, man, you're 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 like disappearing into nothing, right? You're fading away," and you go, "No, you're being revealed." Yeah, that's true. And it's like with keto, you know, people always ask me, "What do you? What's the first step? Change your mind, because until you do, nothing's gonna happen." So I want to invite you to come on that show. Sure. We'll hook up through Skype and do the thing. Okay? I would love to do that. All right, definitely. We would love to have you on. Now, let's talk about what people really want to hear about. Okay. Um, me opening up for you in Baltimore at Hammerjacks eight times. We were. I was in a horrible band. It was eight times? Yeah, about eight times. I should remember that. Well, I was younger, thinner, and I was wearing like women's clothing with right. a goatee. You but know. we all kind of were. Back we then. all were doing that. <laughs> like I remember one night when I Brett still Michael. Wear. These are girl pants. Of course they are. You can, but honey, you pull it off, right? You know. So, but like I remember one night Brett Michaels came in, uh-huh. and you guys were like, oh, these guys, because you know bands are in competition, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, poison. There was this thing with Poison right. and us too, because they, you know, they were from uh, Harrisburg, right? And they kind of took our thing and went out right. west with it and because pretended you guys it was theirs. Were doing that glam thing before they were. Well, it was, it was around the same time, right? But but they took a lot of like like Brett took a lot of Steve stuff, yeah, yeah, and, and went and used it. And I remember they had the nerve to come into the club. And they like took over the third floor or whatever, and they handed out all these day globe passes, and they had guys handing them to all the pretty girls. Oh, really? I didn't know and, that. And the, there was a girl, she was like nuts about me, and I was just like, I want to go see Brett Michaels, and I'm like, that's cool. Next thing I know, she's in California, never saw her again. So that's wow. a real rock and roll story, right? Those guys were girl magnets. <laughs> they were. And the weird thing was, is like, you guys were doing, you know, Cold Blood and all those songs way before they were hits, right? Uh, well, I don't know how long we've been doing Cold Blood, but but we do we would play those songs out before we go record yeah. them. Well, what I'm getting at is like I would hear you guys do these songs. We'd always stick around because you guys ruled that club, right? Oh yeah, we were there. At least once a month, it seemed like. <laughs> yeah, but when you guys played, it was kind of like in the movie Purple Rain when Prince shows up and everybody's like there to see Prince. That's how it was with Kicks. You guys had earned a reputation, 
and it was fantastic. So I'm like, I know your set list, I know all these songs. Then I moved back to Ohio, and I'm working in a nursing home, and I hear Cold Blood, and I'm like, that song sounds really familiar. Oh my God, it's Kicks. <laughs> now, you do a lot of stuff uh, outside of Kicks, but before I do, I want to ask you, what's the album you're most proud of from Kicks? Uh, well, wow. It's hard to pick the one. I, I will, I'll say, musically, I think our best was... Uh, well, from from back in the day was Hotwire, right? Uh, but Blow My Fuse is good too. And then Rock Your Face Off, I'm proud of too, because we did that without Donnie. I mean, going right. into it, we were really like, oh, "How are we, we going to pull this off?" And we did. So there's a, a little bit of being proud of that one for that reason. I, I can totally understand. But, but I think I think Hotwire musically, out of all the '80s releases that was well that's not 80s that's 90s but that was I think our, our for me I, I thought we were at our, our musical height your zenith yeah see I know all these big words like gymnasium <laughs> you know. we, we are a kiss related podcast right uh-huh so I'm gonna I ask noticed. you a question okay how has Kiss influenced you? I mean, were you influenced by the band or the the, the whole scene or what? Because you came up at that time, you know what I mean? Well, I'm a little older. We're getting our picture photo taken. Op. Photo op. So, um, I'm a little older, so when Kiss came around... Was that, oh, that's kid stuff? Yeah, I was like 1920. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, to me, I mean, I, I completely respect them, especially from a, uh, like a marketing standpoint. Almost the same as like Poison. I mean, right. those guys knew how to market themselves, and, and they, they took what they had, and they ran. I mean, they super successful. And, and, and I think I kind of compare Kiss... I've referred to Kiss as the '70s poison. Yeah, just or, or in the that '70s way. Beatles, or or maybe in a weird time. or maybe poison is the '80s Kiss. You know. There you go. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. And I'm, in another genre, Metallica is the same thing. You know what I mean? One of those four on the floor rock bands, right? Well, it's also Kiss. Kiss is one of those bands where it was the combination of of all of them together that made the magic right. and they had a way they had those songs I mean they had simple songs but huge hits right I mean you can't deny like their their place in history but I I just wasn't you know I kind of there, there are songs here and there that I'd hear and I'd think oh that's cool that's a great pop song because they do great pop songs that sound hard rock right yeah that's the weird thing but I remember actually that song Detroit Rock City yeah I remember that was the first one I, I remember being I guess I was 19 I heard that on the radio and I was like man that's a cool song there's no way you were 19 and it's 1976 there's no oh, way yeah. no way wow it, keto ladies and gentlemen this is why you want to do this uh, now You've got a side project that you do. Would you tell us all about it and what's going on? You mean the Rhino Bucket thing? Yes. Well, 
I've been doing rhino buckets since like around 2000, back before kicks reform. Right. And uh, I, I've done four or five. Ugh, I've lost track. But see, Studio that's something records. that you're really proud of because it's it's separate from Kicks. Yes. And that's that's your thing, right? Well, those guys were around before that too. I mean, they had a, some early '90s uh, records out on Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. and I was a fan of Rhino Bucket back then. I remember the when Kicks came to do, uh, I think it was Hot Wire when we were doing Hot Wire. We we're in Hollywood, and. Uh, and Rhino Bucket was playing, and we, I remember looking through the paper, like, oh, let's find out if Rhino Bucket's playing around. And, we, and they were playing at some, I forget the name of the club, but we all went out and saw them right. play. Yeah. They, they played a couple times while we were doing our record. And I, I went out to every show that they did. So I was a fan to begin with. But uh, once I started playing with them, and it was like, you know, kicks is one thing, but the rhino bucket thing, it was almost like it's like putting a glove on that fit perfect. Yeah, because no matter what, nothing against kicks, you you all lied to the, everybody in the band and you guys all created that together, but it's always that thing, you know what I mean? It's like anybody that does a solo project. You know, if you go back to Van Halen, that's the thing. You know? Right, yeah. yeah. So it's like, uh, hey, another photo of One really good-looking guy and one not so much, but that's me anyway. But uh, so what would you like to promote? Anything you'd like to promote right now? Well, I mean, the, the latest releases, uh, Kicks has that Blow My Fuse uh, rem- remix yeah. thing that Bo Hill remixed. It's like the the box set thing. That's about that came out last year, and we uh, we just finished up a whole year of doing the the album in its entirety kind of thing live, which was fun. And then Rhino Bucket put out uh, 2017. We put out a new record as, as well called uh, The Last Rock and Roll, produced by Eddie Spaghetti from Super Suckers. <laughs> yeah, and I think that that's a great record too. But that kind of just came and went like like that I mean but the Rhino Bucket thing is sort of on a hiatus right now I mean I'm sure we'll get back together at some point but I, I miss those guys well you will all see each other again yeah but uh, what do you think of the Rockin' Pod last night you jammed with Rock and Roll Residency yeah that was fun Talismans amazing set just one, it was like one great song after another. Ladies and gentlemen, Ricky Dover. Hey, you're on the radio in Pennsylvania, buddy. Say hi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Try to tell people they're on radio in case they like. Oh yeah. 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 So, uh, the George Carlin seven words you can't say, right? So, uh, but but what do you think of the Rock and Pod turnout? Are you in? A, what do you think of this? Well, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I, it was like, well, I didn't know. So, well, actually, last night when I got here and I saw all the tables set up, I'm like, oh, okay. Kind of makes a little more sense. But I haven't actually walked around and looked at like all the people sell- selling the vinyl and all that stuff. I sort of did a quick walkthrough. So. Uh, It'll be cool to check it out. This is Brian Damage from Kicks and Rhino Bucket. You're listening to Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
Back on pop, we are back on the kiss room and the podcast. How are we doing? Ricky? Hello, great, Ken. Great to see you, man. Thank you so much for having me today. How are y'all doing today? It's We're awesome. doing great. What do you think of rock and pod here? It's always so fun. Yeah, this is my second year doing it, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. I mean, there's so much fun stuff, and 
and records. God, I bought like four records now, and um, even bought one last night. And it's great, yeah. And so getting to play with the residency is always uh, always a privilege and an honor. Love those guys, and um, yeah, we got to play ZZ Top, Beer Drinkers, and Hail Razors. Yeah. Yeah. I love that Firebird. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Where'd you get that? Uh, really, it's a really funny story. I uh, originally had a, a 1991 Firebird Five that I bought in Knoxville, Tennessee, at uh, at uh, kind of my home shop uh, that I would always kind of go to called Music Room Guitars. Uh, but then, and I had it for I think I bought it in uh, maybe 2010 or so, and and I took it out on tour with my old band, The Booze, and on the le- and we did a couple tours with and while I had that guitar. And on the last night, the last show, the last tour, the drummer decides he's like you know Keith Moon gets on his drum stair, uh, you know it gets on his you know on his throne, is waving his sticks up, and he's just gonna just jump and crash on his drum set, and he does. And while he does it, it knocks the cymbal, and it takes a chunk, like a two-inch chunk, out of the neck of my firebird. I was so mad. It was the maddest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> it's funny, because like, I don't get mad at all. So I was like, I don't know what to do. I was so mad. I was like, I don't know what to do, and I'm mad. I don't know what to do. <laughs> but anyway, so then I took it to a shop here in Nashville trying to get him repaired, because the like the piece of wood just like cut out like perfectly. And honestly, it was Matt Gabs from the Biters went and took it off the stage and was like, oh, dude, I put your guitar back. Back together and sure enough the thing it fit perfectly back in the piece so then I took it to a, a guitar shop here in town I won't mention the name uh, but then while I was there it fell off the guy's bench and then, then the body split in two so then the guy tried to like repair it again and refinish it uh, and then he was like you know what screw it it's just easier just to buy a new one so then he bought me a new one so that was in 2012 and that's where that guitar is and then uh, but I slowly I pimped it out I put changed the pickups from uh, to bolt electric Electric pickups. A friend of mine in Knoxville, Tennessee, that makes awesome electric guitar pickups. Uh, changed them out from the mini humbuckers, and then I always wanted the uh, you know the Maestro on it because uh, that's a classic you know Johnny Winter look of the Firebird Five. And um, yeah, sure enough, had uh, I think a Rumble Seat uh, music here in Nashville. This really high end uh, shop. Uh, yeah, put it on, and they measured it up with like a real '64 uh, Brian Jones uh, Firebird Seven, and they matched it up. And yeah, it plays great, man. So. Uh, uh, thanks, yeah. So luckily, I've been yeah pimping it out and just changing it up. And man, I just beat the hell out of it. I carry it in a gig bag now. <laughs> yeah. And before, I was so like nervous about my guitars. I was so worried about scratching them. And then, but now I'm just like, yeah, the huge belt buckle rash on. I mean, the more the merrier. I'm like, let's beat the hell out of these things. Yeah, like when you see Willie Nelson's guitar. Yeah. It's not because it looks brand new. It's yeah. Because it's been beat to hell. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So I'm like, I just let it go now. More real rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. That, right? yeah, I just let it go, man. Let it all. Now you've thank been, you, thank you. You've been with Tuck and yes. the Biters. Yeah, thank the, you. The Biters is one of the greatest bands that came out in the last 10 years or so. Thank you, thank you. Real Thanks, man. rock and roll. I mean, it thank doesn't you, get brother. much better than that. And now, Tuck has kind of started a new thing, and it's correct. the Restless Heart. Yes, correct. Yes, thank you. You need to set it correctly. Yay. Ding, 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 ding. That's yes, me. That's so perfect. So, uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Tuck Smith and the Russell hearts and uh, we so we've been working all this year to put that band together and uh, totally but surely, yeah, we found a, a bass player, Shane Rickerson, that lives here in Nashville, and a drummer, Nigel Dupree, that lives uh, in Atlanta. Excellent. So what can, what can people 
expect? Looking for uh, yeah, all sorts of new music videos. You know, a new single, uh, new tours. Hopefully, I think uh, we've been working more to create some new social media content. So if you go to Instagram and follow Tuck Smith Official, you can catch all the latest and greatest. And so we've been working on getting uh, you know some. Uh, the label bought Tuck a GoPro camera, so now we've been, you know, creating some small little videos for social media, and it'll be goofy stuff, it'll be, you know, serious stuff, it'll be full band stuff, it'll be acoustic stuff, it'll be, you know, behind the scenes, you know, I'll be on tour in the van, so yeah, we've been like kind of working to get together some more uh, some social media content for that, and hopefully we'll have a single sometime, uh, definitely I would think sometime this year, because hell, we finished recording last year. Uh, so in December, so uh, yeah, so we're hoping to have a single in the next like kind of month or two, and uh, yeah, thanks, man. So now I don't mean to put you on the spot or be weird, but you no, are man. like real fit. Yeah, uh, like thank this you. guy, folks. If yeah. you've never seen him, he's got that classic Jimmy Page kind of look, wouldn't you say? Well, thank you, thank you. Well, other people do say that as well. I, I think I'm the skinniest person I've ever met, but I have seen some other people that are skinnier, but then it kind of freaks me out. Trust me, I'd trade places with you in a heartbeat. Man, you're looking great, man. You're, oh, yeah, yeah, I can tell, man. Yeah, yeah, I can tell the difference, man. You're looking really good. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, last year when you and Tuck were here, yeah, uh, you guys raided the fun size candy bars. Oh, we yeah. had the fun size candy bars. Oh here. yeah. And, uh, Fuel. And, and Tuck stuck one up underneath your t-shirt and he came over me and said, look, he just ate one and it's showing through his ribs. <laughs> yeah, right. And that just cracked me up, man. Yeah, that sounds right. about right. I believe that. Yeah, but, uh, I'm really looking forward Sounds like to it. what's coming. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we've gotten, I think we've done a handful of shows now. We've been, uh, our drummer, uh, Nigel Dupree, his dad is Jesse James Dupree of uh, Jackal. So we've been having, we've done a string of shows with Jackal opening up for them, and it's been really good. It's been a great, uh, they've been a great team and really supportive of us to, you know, help us get our feet wet. And honestly, we're kind of, you know, it's a new band, so we're making some mistakes, and we're, but we're learning not to make it, but we're learning it in front of that crowd, and uh, and they're, you know, forgiving, and they're just, honestly, they just want to see Jackal, so. And so, uh, but they've been great, I and mean, we've been playing House of Blues, and, and stuff, and we played the Earl in Atlanta, so, and we did a Nashville show here, so we kind of, you know, we hit our hometown debut, and now we're, you know, ready to expand into other markets, and we got a booking agent that's slowly, you know, getting up to shows, so hopefully by the fall, yeah, we'll maybe, album will be out, or at least a couple singles, music videos, and we'll uh, uh, be on tour all over. Do you yeah. have a favorite Biter song so we could like let people know a little bit of what they're going to hear? Yeah, well, thanks. Well, it would be... I, it would maybe be ironic or unironic, uh, but this band being Tuck Smith and the Restless Hearts, well, there's a Biter song, Restless Hearts. Yeah, Restless so that Hearts. might be... Yeah, song. yeah, thank you. Restless so. Hearts, yeah, we sleep tonight. Yeah, exactly. That's right, man. That's the way it is. Fun oh, yeah. video, too. Thank you. Uh, but check them out. Uh, Tuck Smith and the Restless Hearts featuring yeah. the wonderful Ricky Dover. And uh, I really you, appreciate you stopping by for a visit. Thank you, Ken. Always, man. I, I Great to see you, brother. To seeing you here at this event next year. Yeah, absolutely. What do you, what do you think of the Rock and Pop? It's fun. Chris has done a great job, you know, putting it together, and it's now it's a bigger and better room, and uh, and it was fun last night, and it's cool. I love going to stuff in small little record fairs like this, so I think it's really cool. And in fact, this got me in. This thing last year got me into podcasts. Now I'm obsessed with podcasts. Now I listen to them all the time. I like found yours, found like all the ones here, and especially because on the road, man, on tour, your ears just get burned out. So now I'm super into podcasts. Now it got me into it, and 
now I'm like I'm headed out the door I told you liquor store I got no money in my pocket but I want more Right to left, yeah. We've got Ryan, Ryan Cook. Hello, everybody. Hello, Jeremy Asbrock here. Yep. Mr. Phil Schaus. That's right. Phil Schaus from Mutt Merch as well. That's, that's absolutely correct. MuttMerch.com. And you've been sponsoring the podcast. I couldn't be happier. That's right. Yes. We're trying to help Love you it. out. Love and, it. and we're trying to help some, some dogs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ryan's over here playing with toys. I'll tell you what, make an offer. This is... 
you can have it because <laughs> we're raising so money for uh, oh, cool. for the rocket pod. Oh, cool. Matt Porter is here from the Kiss Room. I saw a great picture of you guys in Philly at the Ace Show. He was wearing the. Uh, the yep. Wilkes-Barre. I, I remember yeah, running into him out front. That's right. So you guys like totally killed it last night. Thank Very you. Amazing, amazing set last night. Just so, so damn good. Uh, so what do you guys got coming up? I'm not going to ask you the standard two questions. Gotcha. We're uh, uh, we we next Wednesday, Atlanta. Uh, Friday. 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 Sorry, I don't know what I'm talking about. Next week's Atlanta, then Lexington, then we have another break, and then we kick off again in September with Ace. Uh huh. Yeah. So like, I've I've actually talked to you guys about maybe doing something unto yourself. Like, you know, maybe there's a break. Are, have you guys thought about taking the Talisman on record or CD? Well, the Talisman broke up, and uh. <laughs> So uh, we we've Two gotten together and uh, Night Night Bob gave us a new name, so we're now the Nashville Three. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Nashville New Bank of the Nashville Three. Yeah. The Nashville That's Three. Nice, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> now I personally want to thank you guys because you guys came on my show. Like Phil, as soon as Phil was working with Jeannie, oh, came on the show, and then we all got drunk on beers. We did. That was fun, you yeah. know. But you guys. You guys have been very supportive of what we do. We love your show. Well, thank you. You didn't have to say that, yeah. but thank you yeah. very much. It's very sweet. Um, now, what do you, like, do you work hard to try to resemble Jason Momoa? Who? Aquaman. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm built just like him. Yeah, just, I've been working out. <laughs> you know, I, I posted a picture of Jason Momoa playing the guitar, and I said, a rare picture of Ryan Cook. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> hilarious. Well, that and his new appearance in The Star is Born, his, his profile's really going through the roof. Yeah, he does. There's a Bradley Cooper vibe. You know, I've got a, you know, Hollywood is taken to me. What can I say? Yeah. Finally, you're the look. So, so I'm gonna embarrass a friend of mine, Tracy. Last night she like taught me, tapped me on the shoulder. I'm gonna embarrass you guys too. She said those guys have the best F faces. Not that you're F faces. Oh yeah, I think we discussed that. Yeah, but like when you're I said those were guitar, those were guitar faces because I was making those faces before I was having sex. Oh, look, she's embarrassed. Ah, you. <laughs> there she is. She's she's embarrassed. Look, look. Look, it's the four F faces. Hey, at least you know what we look like. Wait, if you guys are the Nashville three, we could be the F face four. There you go. Uh, <laughs> let's Bring do up the it. shirts. Ready? Bring up the shirts. Oh, I see them. There you go. <laughs> so, so what are you guys hoping to do? What's the next level? Right now, we're booked with Ace into December. Right. They keep adding dates. Right. Uh, I heard talk the other day. Of, was it Europe next year? Yes. So the Ace thing, they just keep adding dates. You know, Gene's out with that other band right now. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he keeps saying we're going to do more shows. So we're just, I'm yeah, just, I just focused want him to, on what we have yeah, booked. Add more shows. Yeah. Play for well, more Kiss fans. Well, like, I love how when you guys do Strange, strange Ways, he kind of lets you just. It's great. Like, hey, hey, Curly, you just take yeah. it, you know? Yeah. It's so funny, too, because being on stage with him, having Jeremy sing that, doing different stuff, 
And the other night he added one of the songs from Mission to Mars to the set list. And he goes, and then we were playing. Sometimes I'll just look at the set list and just skip a song. So we just roll with it. Right. And then he goes over to Jeremy and he goes, hey, what happened to the new song? You skipped it. You, <laughs> like, you skipped, skipped it, it dude. <laughs> you want to do it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, I thought it was really cool that he covered that song. Oh, yeah. And the, and the song we're talking I gotta be about. honest, man. I, I didn't really, I don't really know Eddie Money's version. I'd never heard that song. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one Eddie Money song that I was not familiar with. Up in the 80s. Man, it's so weird because I know um, Shake It. I know Two Ticks to Paradise. I know like I, that one. I never heard it for some reason, man. Wow. Well, you guys do go great. back. Go back. <laughs> I gotta go back and listen to his. Catalog. Go back. <laughs> But you guys are so, I mean, if Ace needs something, he's right there. I wish he'd lean on you a little bit more because he does that thing where he's singing and he looks, or, or if, since it's Ace, when he's singing, you know, but when he's when he's singing and he's trying to play, he just kind of needs to let you guys do, take care of the music while he's singing. We will do as much heavy lifting as he wants. Right. It's and just up to him. He's got It's got to be his idea, though. Right, but see, I'm telling you as a fan, as a KISS fan, I look at what you guys bring to the table, and I see that you guys are taking care of this. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. And that, that means a lot to me as a longtime fan. You know, Ace couldn't have any bunch of Jamokes open it up for him, but... That's not lost on us. You know, Gene could have had anybody, too. Right. I mean, they're, that, that gig... There are guys a lot more uh, notable than we are that could have done been offered that gig. And the fact that yeah, but the they, three of us don't got work is cheap. And then he believed in us enough to push us towards Ace and that's, Ace playing playing with us and thinking, yeah, man, I, I want to I want to move on with it. He trusted us. He really did. Absolutely. They both do. You can see that. You know what I mean? Uh, but I'm not going to ask those two questions. I promise you. We should get those two questions out of the way. What's the two questions? Uh, who do you like playing better with? Who do you like playing? And uh, yeah, it's three. Uh, what's it like playing with Gene? What's it like playing with Ace? What's the difference between Gene and Ace? So here's my question. Gene plays bass and Ace plays guitar. Yeah, yeah. And Gene's tongue is longer. Here's That's my it. here's my question. When are you guys going out on the road with Paul and or Peter? <laughs> <laughs> or are we ever gonna see the Tommy Thayer experience? Well <laughs> that would not make any sense for me to be in a band with Tommy Thayer. <laughs> I will be able to get my tattoos completed. <laughs> oh look at that! Oh, there you go. I only have the guys I play with. Yeah. Oh thank you very much. Yeah. I should be on there, sweetie. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> The F Phase 4. Yeah! Hell yeah! But uh, you guys totally burned it down last night. It was so damn good. Thank you. And uh, people that didn't know what to expect, you know? Yeah. And you come out with that, that Gibson. Oh, the, the sparkles? The, the bedazzled yeah. Gibson? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah bedazzled. Yeah. Yeah. You're also sitting around the house with a bedazzler. Yeah. Hold on, guys, one more. Yeah, R- Ryan and uh, Liberace got together yeah. and I'm almost done. co-made a model together. John. Yeah. Like like if, if Elton John designed one That's of it. Jimmy Page's guitars or something. Yeah, man, yeah. I had NFL uh, Classic on uh-huh. for about six hours. <laughs> and you're bedazzling and your heart out. I was at the dining room table. Cool. I'm bedazzling my life away. <laughs> That's right, that's right. <laughs> Looking for a better day. That's right. For me. Yeah, man. So, uh, you guys, what's going on with the Rock and Roll Resonance? Is that going to be a thing going forward? It'll, yeah, it'll. I mean, oca- it's, occasionally, it's always. I mean, what it is is us getting together and playing cool rock and roll with our friends, and I can't see any reason to ever stop doing that permanently. 
hey, Phil, I don't think I want to play with you anymore. Yeah. Right, I mean, that's right. just, I, that uh, doesn't sound like something you know that's going to happen. playing these Ted Nugent and Sammy Hagar songs. <laughs> yeah. These are just not fun to play anymore. You know, man, playing whatever you want is just, it's kind of a downer. I yeah. demand to have more restrictions. <laughs> this, this freedom I can't handle, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. we do, we do a, a show called Cheap Talk, which is not about cell phone plans. It's about one of the greatest underrated bands of all time. Trick. Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick. Yeah, man. So let's go around here. What are your thoughts on Cheap Trick? Oh, I love Phil Cheap Shots. Trick. They're one of the, they are if possibly the greatest American rock band. Right. Now, you would There's, make out with them if you could. Absolutely. Oh, Dax, I'm coming for you, baby. Dax, now she's a big <laughs> Dax fan and friend. Yeah, she runs his social stuff. Oh, cool. uh, man, I spent 15 years of my life in an original band that is, you know, mostly inspired by Cheap Trick. It's how I met Phil. It paved my path in Nashville. And, I mean, if it weren't for Cheap Trick, there's a chance that we might not be sitting here together having this conversation. Because I wouldn't have played in that band, and I wouldn't know Phil. And then it just kind of one of those really... Now, now, there's some days on the tour bus when you wish you didn't know Phil. When what what tour yogurt. bus are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> but like when he eats your yogurt, and it's like, oh, that son of a bitch. Oh, don't <laughs> take his coconut water. Oh! Don't take my fucking coconut water. There is no danger of me or Ryan taking his coconut water. <laughs> That's healthy. Patooey. The, the opening band. Some, the opening band always steals it. Right. So, uh, Ryan? Uh, we, we, we differ on this. I love them. My favorite record track for track is In Color. In Color. I still love that one. It was the Budokan, the, the Budokan album was, uh, live album was based on that. Uh, I just, Mine is track In Color track. Too. And I, and I, There's no songs off the first I, album. I'm weird, man. All Shook Up's my favorite. Really? Yeah. It's kind of tied with the first album, but. All day I'll, long I'm thinking about love. That song is Psycho Daisies by the Yardbirds, too. Check yeah, that out sometime. It is. One, one of the cool things was when we played Minneapolis, um, we played with, uh, so we're backstage, and Robin, we're back just shooting fish, and he's like, so which song are you guys going to come out and sing on? And we're like, huh? Huh? Right? He says, we're going to do off the new yeah. record. Here's the chorus. It goes like this. And we went out and sang. Yeah, and he, and he sent you the song, and we listened to it on your phone. Yeah, that's right. He yep. sent me the song. <laughs> wow. So here's what I want to offer you guys. Yeah. I want to do the three first Cheap Trick album roundtable with just one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. So Love you it. want In, in color. color. I'll take it. Which one of you wants self-titled, and which one of you wants Heaven Tonight? Self-titled. Self-titled. Well, it sounds like we got a date. Awesome. That'd be great. We'll and, do it. And the the F Phase Four will ride again along with the Nashville Three. That's really good. I like that. It's gonna be great. But see, it's so weird because like when we were doing F Faces when you're a kid, you're not thinking necessarily about chicks. No. You're thinking Ace Freely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know that. You know that sort of thing. And uh, but the girls. They're looking at you like, oh. <laughs> he could fold my laundry anytime. I love it. But I love that you guys aren't afraid to put a little boogie in things. When you guys, last night, you started doing a chorus line dance oh, thing. Oh, dude, no, the ZZ Top. Yeah, yeah. yeah yes. the ZZ Top. You and have to for that, for that, for, for that band. You have and, to. And then you were all jumping around like uh, it was a Monty Python skit or something. What was that all? We had so much room. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this stage is freaking huge. 
Yep. We had some room, so much room for activities that we had to <laughs> do some activities. Just go. 
ladies and gentlemen, here we are. We are with the one, the only, Michael Sweet. How are you, ma'am? I'm doing great. <laughs> you tore the roof off last night. Ah, oh, dude. With uh, the Rock and Roll Residency and everybody else that was up there. It was just amazing. Thanks, brother. Thank you, man. I had a blast. They're a great band. Awesome band. Awesome. Wonderful people as well. Lots of Yes, fun. absolutely. Now, here's the thing. I expected you to kind of blow last night or not be so good. <laughs> now, now look, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> you have endurance. You have a long career. The sad thing is that if you look at a lot of your peers, yeah. they're having to down-tune everything. You were excelling what you did on record last oh, night. Oh, dude. You know what, man? I, I'm very fortunate in the sense that I've still retained some of my voice. I don't have it all, the, the range I used to have, but I have enough of it. Uh, to be able to pull off, you know, the songs from the past. And we have not had to tune down yet. We're getting to that point. In other words, when we're touring and I'm doing four in a row, yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. by that fourth night, it's like, dang, this is getting tough. So we're thinking about tuning down, but we're at uh, E-flat. They were at E-flat tuning. Yeah. That's where Striper's been since the very beginning, you know? So it works. It works still. Thank God. Hopefully. Literally in your case. Thank God, literally. Literally. You know, literally. And yeah. I hope to get, you know, if I could get another, you know, 10 or 15 years out of it, staying tuned at E flat, maybe that'll be quite an accomplishment. I don't know. I Listen, I've always loved what you guys do. <laughs> you were talking about Against the Law. That is my favorite Striper album. And it is for some fans. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Most like, fans, no, but some fans. It's kind of like Kiss. They did The Elder, yeah. and some people scratched their head, right? Yeah. But I, I thought that was a great album. It was it you is. guys showing you that you could compete with anybody else. It is a great album. And the thing, again, that I've always said in, in, you know, on record is it's not classic Striper. Classic Striper, to me, is Soldiers Into Hell. That's right. the tone. There's just a very unique guitar tone, a very unique style, and then then you got against the law, yeah. which is more like Van Halen. Exactly. Exactly. So we're not Van Halen. No, Van Halen light. We're Striper. Exactly. So when <laughs> when are you gonna make an album called Soldiers Into Hell? I mean, I don't think know. about it. I think we've got the next album title right there. Soldiers Into Hell. <laughs> yeah, Soldiers Into Hell. Soldiers Into Hell. That's a good title. <laughs> it's there. It's, it's a good title. Just tee it up, it's, knock it in. You know, true. that's a very good title. You know, I have no idea what the next album will be titled. We'll come up with something really good and juicy, and, and where people go, "Whoa, I didn't expect that." How's the new bass player working out for you? New bass player is. Uh, I'm having to think about this because I'm looking at Gene Simmons right here while we're talking about bass players. Gene Simmons of the rock group Kiss. Yes, <laughs> the new bass player Perry is beyond our expectations. I mean, we all we expected when we met him, when we heard him, to be great, and he was. But he's beyond, he's gone beyond our expectations because touring with him and living with him and hanging with him, we realized that you couldn't find a better, sweeter, 
nicer guy for Striper? First, he doesn't date the lead singer's girlfriend, and he doesn't uh, take the lead singer's yogurt, right? The old bass player never did. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Nor no, could he. No, no, no. I'm just saying gotcha. that, like, with a lot of bands, yeah. it comes down to stupid stuff like that. You know, I want Vinny off the tour because he took my apple in Sheboygan. You know. No, what I mean? no, no. You're right. I mean, but. I'll tell you, with us, it, it was it was much more than that. It was a situation where, you know, there wasn't peace within the band. Right. Not one guy, not two guys, the whole band. Right. And Perry, having Perry in our band now, it's, there there is a, peace within the band. That you got to have unity. We're smiling on stage again. That's we're, what you we're, need. We're going up to each other and rocking. There's peace. Exactly. And that's everything. If you don't have that forget it fantastic now speaking of new albums i saw today where you have a brand new album coming out i believe it's called 10 right new, yeah tell us about 10 that's my 10th solo album makes sense and it is also uh the title track is based on the 10 commandments oh really powerful song slower sabbathy kind of vibe sabbath meets zeppelin Whoa. It's got like a, just a slow, cool... Really cool group. And then I've got a Rich Ward of Fozzie playing the solo on it, and he knocked it out of the park. I'm excited about the album coming out. It comes out October 11th, and man, I tell you what, it's, it's just... I'm thrilled to be able to still do what I love to do, which is music. I'm so thrilled. Very good. We're, we're posing for pictures right now. We're doing the rock and roll, this guy right here pose. So, you know, this guy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> cool. People are just coming up and taking hey, pictures. Man. What do you think of the Rock and Pod 3? I love it. It's my first time here. You got to come and back. I'm, I'm very blessed that they would even consider having me here. It's oh, very come cool. On. And the fact that I'm here, I've been enjoying myself. I, obviously, I jammed with the band last night. And I'm hanging out, doing little interviews here all day today, and it's very cool, man. And I appreciate that you took some time out to talk to us because it's just tough. But this is Matt Porter from the Kiss Room. How are you doing, buddy? And Good I'm Kent, and, and I'm Ken Mills from the Podcast. So you, there's a theme I going on. Mic back for a second. I yeah. love it. Man. So now look, Ken's been taking the mic all day, but I want to tell you a funny story and ask you a question. Tower Theater, 1987. Out of every concert that I've ever gone to in my life, the only concert where there was people outside with protest signs yep. was Striper. Oh, yeah. And now how did you deal with the fact that here were people that were literally saying, Striper is the devil, they're misleading you, look at the way they're dressed, they're not real. How do you feel about that? I'll tell you what, man, we would, what we would do back in the day, because we had protesters at right. every other show. Right. And a lot of times, believe it or not, it was, pro, it was Jimmy Swagger. <laughs> Jimmy Swagger's people. I he held the album. Yeah, and what we would do is we would go outside, always, and talk to them. Two or three or four of us, we'd go out and we'd say, hey guys, what's going on? Have you ever seen us before? And they'd say no. Right. And then, and then our, the minute they'd say no, which was nine out of ten, we'd say, well, how can you be protesting something you don't know anything about? Welcome to America. Yeah, that's, and that's they, what they'd we, say, we they'd say, well, uh, you know, they wouldn't know what to say. And then we'd say, I'll tell you what, and we'd pull out tickets. And we'd say, why don't you come and see what we're about? Then 
if you feel the need right. to continue protesting, at least you'll know what we're about. Right. And you know what? They would come and check out the show sometimes. Not all the time. Sometimes. So we looked at it as an opportunity to share and to educate. Right. That's what we were saying to them. We're like, do you realize what band you're protesting? And they looked at us kind of like, we're nuts. And it's like, wait a minute. This is the one band you don't need to protest. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But they still did because they were afraid of us, I think. Well, that... Literally. But it had to be heartbreaking because at the time, Jimmy Swaggart had a really large ministry. Yep. And he's he's bashing you on TV when it should have been... Yep. These are the good guys. I know. You know what I'm saying? And add to that, the icing on the cake was we came to know God through Jimmy Swagger. That's that's what I'm saying. I remember that story very much. Yeah. So, I mean, he was the reason why we devoted this band to God. Jimmy Swagger. Isn't it weird? But if you trust in man, it's going to let you down each time. That's a very important lesson. And the thing is, is Jimmy's a man. We're all men, right? And we're we're, we're all weak. So, I mean, any one of us could fall to temptation or whatever it may be, whether it's addiction or, you know, well, alcoholism, man, it's whatever. It's to stay married nowadays. The hard, I mean, hard to stay hard married. To say, eating too much. With eating, eating. No, dude, seriously, right? Right. Yes. Hey, I've been doing keto. I lost 125 Are pounds really? since last year. Dude. Yeah, so. You still doing it? Yeah. yeah and you're you're devoted to it. Yeah, as That's of, hard. as of Thursday I went and That's got weighed hard. and it was one twenty five was wow. the weight I lost. So it was great. Well now, good for you, man. Thank That's you, brother. Amazing. Now this right here is a KISS artifact, one of many. And I wanna talk to you. You did a tribute album not too long ago yep. and you had Van Halen and Boston, a bunch of stuff, and you yep. had KISS on there. Yep. Now we're gonna play that kiss song. What's the kiss nice. song? Shout it out loud. Shout it out loud. Now, why did you pick Shout It Out Loud? We felt like, I mean, we're all Kiss fans, some more than others, but right. we're all Kiss fans. Everyone's My, a Kiss fan, even if you hate Kiss. Of course. At some we're, point. we're all Kiss fans. Robert right. is like the extreme Kiss fan. Oh, wow. Robert. He should come on the show. And that's why we took on this kind of a look, really, because yeah. Rob is such a huge Kiss fan. And Want to do something theatrical? Something shout It Out Loud, though. We picked that song because we felt like it had the energy that we wanted musically and lyrically. We were comfortable singing those lyrics. Absolutely. You know, the lyrics, we got to really be careful of that. You know, you read some of the Kiss lyrics or any other band for that matter, and it's like, uh, we can't be singing that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? There you are. Here's Ugh, Jimmy Swagger. Like Strutter, again. even, you know? You know, it's like, uh, Striper probably shouldn't be singing that. And here's the thing you guys are, I was in a Christian rock band. You know, we were called the change. I thought that was the coolest nice. name. But what we wound up doing was making change. So anyway, <laughs> but, you know, it was trying to get people to transform. And, yeah, you know, nice. So, I like it. But uh, it's very difficult. See, one of the things I've always said this, people that will bash Christian music or music yep. of faith, yep. I'll say it's not any different than Iron Maiden. Because, like, Iron Maiden will go, this is the war of 1812, yeah. you know, and, and yeah, they're, yeah. like, doing all these stories, the I wreck know. of the Hesperus. People don't realize that until you dive into the lyrics. You know, we did a cover of Heaven and Hell. Yeah. And people are like, why are you covering that? That's evil. That's terrible. Listen What's wrong with you guys? Lyrics. Read the lyrics. Yeah. The lyrics are as Christian as it gets, pretty much. Yeah. And also we did uh, After Forever Which by Sabbath. Song. 
Deliverance covered that too. That was a oh, great yeah. version. But read the lyrics. Yeah, absolutely. It's like those are those are lyrics that I would have written. Yeah. We would have written. Exactly. And it's like and people just don't get that sometimes. Now I'm going to ask you a question. If you already asked this, just tell me. But how have you kept your voice in such great shape? Last night when you did Soldiers Under Command with the Rock and Roll Residency, yeah. being that close to the stage and getting to hear you do that was yeah. mind-blowing to me. Oh, dude. But your voice is still as good as ever. And well, here we are all these no years faking, later. Right, no faking, and we're right there, and every note you're on fire. Well, you know, dude, I appreciate that, first of all. Thank you. Uh, I go out, and I just give my all and try to sing to the best of my abilities. Now, I'll be honest with you. you know, I've, I've gotten, over the years, people saying that, you know, everything sampled and you know and i tell you some of our songs we use tracks on on three or four songs within the set yahweh right. the stuff that's real epic but you know it's it's the real I mean, deal we were in here last night there's no faking no because we were five feet from you yeah no. and it's right there yeah. and it's amazing that your voice is still incredible after all these well, years well tell that to all the press out there <laughs> what's the secret how have you kept it so good well people can't see this but my wife is behind me with a screwdriver <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's how I know that's great <laughs> No, you know what? The tight pants. You mentioned that on Yeah, dude. I I always joke about it. The secret is this. I I mean, last night was a a good night. But, I mean, I have bad nights, too. I mean, I have nights where I go out and I can't sing. It's hard. And, you know, I I struggle through it. I thought you were going to pass out. You were giving it that much. You know what I mean? Hey, dude, i tell you what. I love to give my all for every show. I really do. Even if I'm sick, I'm going to go out and give my all. Whatever you got in the tank, it's going on. Dude, I got on, I, the last tour, I got sick, I got bronchitis, and I, I struggled through 11 shows. It was wow. brutal. Then I got my voice back. But, I mean, no matter what, I'm going to give my all. I want to talk about something, and I hope it doesn't put you in a bad place, but you put out an album that was one of the most touching albums I've ever had the pleasure of listening to. It was about your former wife who yep. passed away. The yep. name of that album is? You're talking about Touched. Yeah. Yep. That was such an amazing document, and to read what you wrote in the liner notes, yeah. tell folks about the process. Well, I, I went down uh, in my basement and recorded that album uh, when she was sick, and I did that as a gift to her. You know, those were her favorite songs. Those were her favorite songs. Some of her favorite songs. She yeah. had many others too. Right. But uh, and then I wrote a song too called "My Love, My Life, My Flame," and I yes. just wanted to encourage her. You know. Right. So I made that album, and, uh, you know, it's nothing like anything yeah, I've ever it's, done. It's not Striper. No, it's not, yeah. no. That was for her, not for not for the world. But it's just a beautiful document, seriously, to, to think of her going through what she did and yeah. you going through that, too, yeah. and trying to minister to her and yeah. give healing and love. For sure, man. So it I was just, a tough time. It was a dark time, and... I tell you, that was a gift to her, and, and I'm so glad I did it. I tell you that right now. Well, we're getting the uh, the we got to go sign. But listen, <laughs> Michael, I just want to tell you it's been a long time dream of mine to sit down and talk to Thanks, you. Thanks, brother. If you had ever loved to do a long-form podcast, I'd love to get with you on Skype. Let's set that up, man. We can set that up for sure. No All problem. Right. But uh, big fans here. We love you guys are you awesome. Dude, crazy, crazy. <laughs> So cool. I love it. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me, man. All right, guys. Oh, good. Good, man. Good.
Hey everybody, this is Michael Sweet of Striper, and you're listening to Matt and Ken on the Podkiss and Kiss Room. Yeah, yeah. You have been one hell of an audience tonight. Why don't you give yourselves a round of applause? I tell you something. You know, a lot of bands like to brag about their fans. Now, naturally, you better believe we brag about you, but we want you to know something. We want you to know, we know that you are our fans, but don't you ever forget, we are your fans! We love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. last minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations no but i will say something to anybody out there that's you know the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for don't think it's so weird maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it you just stick to it you'd be weird 